I'm recording now. Excellent. Echoey room. We're in the new central London studio. We've yet to put the um, milk carton, mil- no, egg, egg carton Ooh. foam shapes on the wall. Milk cartons would work a lot better. You, you They'd absorb that. the sound in a whole new way. We last recorded 827 BC. <laughs> That's correct. And it was our first in all those years, and you fluffed the intro. You rode in on the back of a brontosaurus at the last mm. recording, didn't you? You said that just to be annoying, didn't you, Brontosaurus? I picked, the, bro- I picked the Brontosaurus we very know much on no purpose. such things as Brontosaurus. Sorry. <laughs> That's even more annoying. Mm. What episode is this? Episode 83. What email address do people have to let us know that they like things on? Nick M at... Ah, I'll give your email address and you'd be inundated. Yeah. It's rum doings that. Charles would be a fine thing. <laughs> we get lots of people now. Yeah. Rum doings at podcast.rum at <laughs> And what's our... It's podcast at rumdoings.com is the email address. And what's our Twitter handle? Uh, at rum doings, funny enough. And what's our telex number? Uh, six. Excellent. And this is episode number? What's our CFAX page number? <laughs> CFAX page 888. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> that would give subtitles. Yes. People always want that. People always complain that to... The, mostly to the... Whenever, when we used to do the RPS podcast, which we're too old to do now. Yeah. People used to complain that we wouldn't write transcripts of them. Like, that would be easy. Like, just to transcribe an hour's podcast you chat. You, you could have... How lazy. You, you could have crowdsourced the transcription. Oh, my goodness. What's the topic? The topic is, mm-hmm. in episode 83, mm-hmm. who were the real scum behind the London riots? That'll annoy people, because uh-huh. a lot of people want us to discuss that. I don't care. We just, everyone saw us discuss it at length in public. Where? And on Twitter. It was so people funny. Very upset so many it. people were going, oh, is this like your Collins and Herring breakup? Is it all over for you? People were very worried. No, this is how Nick and I communicate every single day. It's just yeah. this time we did it in public. People were very worried. They were. Mummy and Daddy are fighting. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you're poking that bent out paperclip near your ear. Yeah. I've got a horrible feeling you're going to peel wax out with a paper and you're going to slip. Yes, and then my, my brain goodness. will come out on the end of the paper. I shan't stop recording. I'll just untether the laptop and I'll record our journey in the ambulance. Yes. It shall be very exciting. So Nick, it's all changed. We're in our brand new uh, central London studio. And funny that we're just off Carnaby Street, so we are where media happens. But this is literally media B- right B- now. BBC um, is just up the road there. Mm-hmm. And so, what's it? We're in the middle of media. Um, but you've also moved. I have. My, I've relocated my studio. Did you enjoy it? No. Why not? Because it's obviously the worst thing in the whole world when you move house. But you had some help? Yes, I had amazing people. A number of people came and helped. It was absolutely fantastic. I but was still... No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't. No, you didn't. Mm. Um, I hired a van this time. Mm. Last time I moved house, which was four and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. I did it in the backs of cars. Mm, no, don't, that's silly. Don't Idiots. do that. Don't do that. It feels very formal. We sat either side of a desk. Did Laura help? I feel like I'm interviewing you. Go on, then. What do you think you can bring to this podcast? I think that I can bring a certain amount of leavening of your thought-for-the-day piety. <laughs> you so want to discuss it, it's funny. <laughs> um, and can you name three of your weaknesses? Yes, I can. Good. Can you tell me then, did Laura help moving, or being a lady, was she just flapping about and painting every two minutes? She was sewing doilies at the side. She <laughs> was sewing doilies uh-huh. and putting them all over the moving place. That's right, that's right. Oh, careful, there's no doily down beneath that box. Yeah. No, she was amazing. She, she was uh, uh, doing more work than I think I was. But that's, um, you see, you said one good thing about her, and I have to say one bad thing about her. Like, I hear there's some terrible dropped teas happening now. She smells like an old tramp. And drops her teas. 
Yeah, oh, oh I see. Mm. Glottal tease. Um, I hope you, you're beating that out of her. Slapping her it out of her. So every time she says, I, I, I need a lot of work done, and you say, Inny. I slap. Slap. Slap the, slap the tea back in. Cause exactly. It's, it's plosive and it sounds like a slap. As you slap the face. So that's good. Good. And you're still getting married to her? Here's my slogan. Go on then. If you drop your teas, mm-hmm. then a paedophile you may bees. See? So you'll need some cream. No, because you, you drop, drop your, your tea. You're dropping your tea during your cream tea, so it wouldn't be effective. Are you getting married still? I think so. When? The 24th of September. Everyone's welcome? Yeah, absolutely, because all weddings are public. You can't, in, couldn't stop people coming in if they wanted to. It's in Bath. So it's just come Bath, to Bath Church, Bath. Bath Church. Is it really called Bath There Church? is a place called Bath City Church, actually. It's not there. Um, is that the one where all the drug people, people are? All the who? The drug people. I don't believe... No, 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 the drug people is a different church. What's that called? The drug remember. church. Well, there's a church which has a... The church of drugs. There's a church which has a homeless cafe in it, which is... Uh, obviously, a cafe frequented. where they serve homeless people right. to people who want <laughs> to the to rich. Mm-hmm. A modest proposal, indeed. Um, uh, are there any homeless people left since the coalition came to power? There's one or two I've spotted. They've, have they come back? Sneaking out of the cracks in the pavement. How's your MP? <laughs> he's an idiot. It frustrates me because when I see him tweeting something good that he's doing, because he he did good things, and when I see him tweet, and I think. It doesn't count anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't count now. No. He blew it. He did blow it. It's like when, when Hitler had some good environmental policies. You know, you can't say, well, well done for your recycling. initiative, <laughs> right. Adolf. Every, all else is forgiven. It just, it just doesn't quite work. Doesn't sit it? quite right, does it? No. Nick, what did the mountain say when he went to the seaside? I don't know. He said... Was that the right... It went to the beach. Went to the beach. Specifically the question. And this, is, and this is a month's worth of... 57 our... years ago when we posed the question... What 872 BC. I what think. did the mountain say when he went to the beach? And our listener, he have responded. He, she responded. But if you have so many, mm. I'm going to read out as many as you can tolerate. I may be sick. Then we'll talk about moving house properly. Okay. And your cat. Oh, we should talk about my cat as mm. ever. As ever. Okay. Captain Fatbeard, when asked the question, "What did the mountain say when he went to the beach?" Replied, and you're going to have to repeat the question every single yeah, time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Said. I'm alpining for a boulder of ice cream. That's what he says. I like that one. It's good. Good. Chris D. Mm. What did how the mountain... Spell, how do you spell D? D. Says Chris D. Chris D. Says, what did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I would have got here sooner. Did he say would have? I would have. Good. Don't, don't malign him. I said would have, not would of. Okay. Would you have to ask, because I've interrupted you, I have yeah, to ask the I'm question again. To. Nick, yes. what did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know, what did the mountain say when he went to the beach? Do every time. <laughs> I would have got here sooner, but I had a problem being incontinent. I quite, I quite like that. Really I know, because it's in the continent. ICB says, what did the mountain say? When they, I like the people have included it in the question too, in the comment. What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know. What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? Nothing. It was so untidy, so he stormed off in a fit of peak. I like that. That's, actually That's good. good one, yeah. That's a good one. That's fit a homonym, Nick. Yes. That's why it's funny. Racist. Homonyms are funny. Inokenti. Mm-hmm. There was a picture of Sean no. Bean. Inokenti. logo. I would have thought. With a K? Yes. It's madness. Mm. Uh, oh, that's, he hasn't got an answer for that joke. So well, let's see what he has to say anyway. 
Well, I, I'm really glad I've accidentally read this one out because I really wanted to discuss this when it came. They all have their own stories, John. Exactly, says, yeah. exactly, Nick. Don't ignore him, otherwise he'll smash up our shop. You really are. <laughs> you really are turning into Martin Cox, aren't you? <laughs> Let's hear it. Little bit by little bit. You think that if people do something wrong, they automatically don't have a narrative to their life. They do. It's just a very banal narrative, which I don't wish to hear. Let's hear. I wish to hear people's narratives because I am not a despicable human being. Or. Or. Scum, as you might call. Yes, yeah, scum. scum. I am not scum, you therefore I don't call listen. people scum. Only scum call people scum. That's right, you scum. An eternal paradox. Mm-hmm. Would you like to um, please read out what this chap says then? Well, do you remember we were talking about how ladies... I was, I was talking about how ladies use toilet paper. The wedging the fist through the roll in the centre. Fisting the toilet One paper. wipe and then flushing a lot down the toilet. Flushing the whole year's supply of the planet's toilet exactly. paper down the loo. And he says, and this is fascinating, gentlemen also have to use toilet paper after a wee-wee. Yes. What what for? Well, for drips. But just what jiggling's for. Yeah, but what if... Do you use toilet paper after a wee-wee? What if... Do you? Answer the question. Not usually. But, well, there you go. But there are times when maybe one should. Don't you think? Maybe the jiggling hasn't been sufficient. I mean, do do. what if you don't have time to jiggle? What if... <laughs> well, on that day, you don't have time to use toilet paper either, do you? Jiggling's faster than using toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I'm just... Someone needs to go and introduce it. No, okay. To uh... ah no, but maybe maybe what he means is his aim is terrible. And well, that's true. The place. I think that's. I have a terrible aim. I have to use toilet paper for that reason. I think that's what he might be talking about. But it's not after every wee wee. Maybe it is after every of his wee wees. Maybe he's got a ridiculously badly directed hose. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. It's a misdirection with chaotic. Um... <laughs> I'm terrible at aiming mm. for that reason, but I refuse to sit down. I'm not going to become a sit-down wee man. Are there gentlemen who do that? Oh, there are very there are... many gentlemen who will sit down to wee. I hear that there are some who are basically told to by their lady friends in the end, because I said mm-hmm. the lady friend has enough of having to walk through the sticky mess. Exactly. And then say, right, from now on, you're <laughs> sitting. You have to sit to wee. But I refuse to sit to wee, even if I'm on a wobbly train. No, you do, no, you do sit to wee sometimes. Only when I'm doing a poo. Exactly, and then, you know... The inevitable company... Well, apparently this is a problem for um, astronauts. I was reading about astronauts and so on, and apparently they have to train themselves not to make wee-wee when they make poopy because they only have (laughs) one attachment at a time, and of course they don't want little little, little golden globules floating about, so they have to learn to control themselves (laughs) in all extraordinary ways. So you now suddenly don't want to go to space, do you? Yes. Mm. I want to learn to do that one without the other. I don't understand why you have to always have to have um, a support act of wee when you go for a poo. Well, there's a general... I paid to see poo, not wee. Well, there's a general tightening of musculature in that area, and um, when you start playing one accordion, the rest of the band starts, <laughs> doesn't it? It's true. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to... Um, I was talking about, after how are your bowels after the issues and anus and so forth? Did I talk about the special cream that I got? You did, many, and you said that the special cream did a good job. Yes. Where everybody wants to know... I remember talking about suppositories, I don't remember talking about special creams. Yes, but why everybody wants to know whether the special cream has done all it needed it's to do. It's cured the, the major issue, although However, I still have spiky bottom hole pain sometimes. Maybe you're eating something that's upsetting your bottom Well, this is what I'm thinking, but there's no consistency to when I get spiky bottom pains. Oh. There's no pattern Ooh. to it whatsoever. I thought it was yoghurt. 
then it wasn't yogurt. Very unlikely to be yogurt. That's the one thing that's keeping you from having a red hot poker shoved up your backside. I think it's grains, possibly sugar. Grains. You're obsessed with sugar. You blame sugar. I think it's sugar. Ridiculous. Sugar, sugar. You think sugar caused the London riots? Probably did actually. <laughs> These people stopped eating so much sugar; they wouldn't be so hyperactive. Nick, why did the mountain? What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know, John. What did the mountain say when he, not she, went to the beach? It's the nudie section for me. I just can't find speedos in my size. That's from Iron of Chaos. Well, I suppose finding a swimming costume for a mountain would be a problem. It would be problematic. It's true. Mm. Duncan says, what did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know. What did the mountain say when he went to the beach, Duncan? This seems like a good place to have a lunch. Avalanche. That's an amazing that's, joke. He that, should be writing all jokes. That's in the spirit of everything. That's the, the best joke I've ever heard. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, Jumbe, who uh, no, talks about um, not having never any fancy moist butt wipes. Where do you get I want to try them? Where do you get them from? Any shop in the world. Any shop in the world? Yes. Even Greg's the Bakery? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, Mountain Crips, he's got a bunch of answers here. Yeah. It's rainier. Start from the beginning, please. It's rainier here than back home. Mount Rainier, so yes. Sorry, the the quaking's my fault. Yes, because quakes. Yeah, but why would you quake? And then to a Czech beachgoer, this heat could kill a man, Jaro. It says better. Yes, one. Um, ICB comes back with more. Good. What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know. What did the mountain say? This is our podcast. This is what we're actually putting out as a podcast. When he went to the beach. Why do you keep bringing me here, Mohammed? Is it for the cream teas? There, I said it out loud, Nick. ICB said that one. Yes. That was ICB. The now now late ICB. If I log into my WordPress here, I can edit that and find out his real email address and give it out for people. Excellent. Actually, I'm not sure... As in the seashore. If you should read Summit like that out. That's very good. It's very good, isn't it? He now has become the comedy controller of BBC Radio 7 or 4 Well, he's immediately been fired because of that appalling slur against Muslims. Yes. Which I, which I do not tolerate whatsoever. No. So, tell me about... Well, let, let's take a little break in the jokes. Well, I want to tell you about BBC 4 Extra. I just got my first digital radio. Oh, aren't you lucky? It's lovely. I fall asleep and wake up to BBC Four. But does it burble the new your new radio? Because our radio in the kitchen has got digital digital burbling sickness. It'll occasionally go. And no, here's. Oh no! Doesn't do that. (laughs) No, it's perfect. Maybe we need to sacrifice the kitchen radio and get a better one. It's got an iPod dock and everything. Have you docked your iPod? I have. It's amazing. I'm so happy with it. I was once told by somebody gay that in the gay world, docking means something different. It's when you go to the docks. No. Everybody, look it up. Well, it seems relatively obvious what it would be. No, 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 no. no exciting. No. Look at that when I get home. I couldn't do it on my own. I, or could you? The thing I was thinking of. No. Anyway, um, that's no jokes here. No, but you were anyway. You were you were saying about your moving. You moved with your cat. Yes, I did. Called Dexter. Dexter the cat, who is a stupid cat. 
We, we must admit that he is quite... You know, but he is a stupid cat. Dave. I dare very easily. Huh. He's a, he's a stupid cat, isn't he? <laughs> Just noticed the, uh, the book on the side there. The Question of Zion. Oh, God, yes, that's uh, one of my colleagues. Written by Jacqueline Rose, who's a mad, horrible woman. So I don't know what he's got it for. In fact, one yes. second, read the note that I put inside it. Okay. Read it out, please. I cannot believe you are reading a Jacqueline Rose book. You are lost! Exclamation mark. There you go. To whom is that addressed? To my... I, well, I shan't name whose book that is. Is it the other person you work with? One of the people with whom I work is, he, is reading. Is, is he... A, or she. Or she. A Jew. Yeah, but he's a bit embarrassed about being one, so he constantly reads about things like that from awful people. My mother once, I've never heard Jacqueline. My mother once made Jacqueline Rose cry. <laughs> tell me, tell me that story. Question, by asking her a question that she couldn't answer, so she cried. What question was that? I can't remember what it was. I'll, oh. get, it, I'll get it for one of the future episodes. Good. That would be great. Yeah. Anyway, so so you moved into your new house with your stupid mm-hmm. cat. My int- highly intelligent cat. Your stupid cat. And you immediately said, right, go outside and learn about your environs. That's Including right. all these very fast multiple lane motorways just outside. <laughs> we have moved into a house on the embankment, in the middle lane between two, the two lanes of the motorway. And you put your cat out. I'm not very good at sentences. I'm so exhausted that I could barely speak. Why are you exhausted? Because I've been moving house for four days. We moved house one day before we got married, so you lose. I don't think I lose. <laughs> you do, you lose. I think I'm tired, though. And you lose. Okay, I lose. Mm, all gone. Um, we've got, actually, we're living on a cul-de-sac, which is nice for Dexter. But you're not so living on a good. prayer. That wasn't worth saying out loud. Um, so it's got cat flaps. Our house has got cat flaps. Does it? This is very exciting. I see cat flaps, plural. Mm-hmm. Because but the, they don't go outside. Well, the, the one, there's a, the, at some point, someone... Why would you need a cat flap on an internal door? You could just leave the door open, you fool. At some point, they built an extension. You a, fool. A utility room on the back of the house. So there was obviously a cat flap in the original back door. Why? Because it was the back door. We don't have cat flaps. We just, our cats have to ask and beg and, us to be let out. And this has been the case with Dexter so far, but what a delight. We know how many times he's interrupted this podcast. Exactly. Whingy exa- nonsense. Exactly. In fact, we had to kill him once, if you remember. We did, it's true. Yeah. And how many times I've been woken up at night because yeah. he needs the to be outside. The resurrected cat. Yeah. So, uh, so we, this cat flap, very exciting. And there's two. And of course, he can't go outside yet because um, he has to get used to the, the house, the motorway. <laughs> there's a train track quite nearby. That's yeah. the most dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, and so we thought, brilliant, he can practice on the internal catalog, he can learn how to use one. Mm. No, idiot. No. Because the noise was too frightening. Yeah, a bit of flapping plastic is the <laughs> most scary noise in the universe. Terror, running upstairs levels of terror every time you heard it. What I a thought, stupid... I said to Laura, was so excited, thinking, oh, this is so great, he's got a cat flap, I, I shan't be woken up uh, in the night like John has to be. Yes. Um, she, something she was not willing to put up with. Up with which she was not, not willing, willing to, to put. put. That's better. <laughs> it's not better, though, is it? Um, and so she, uh, so she was excited, and I said, "You are sure you're not overestimating Dexter here?" And indeed, she was. Um, he has learned. Will you stop reading your phone? I'm, not, I'm, get, I'm getting, I'm getting some questions for you. Don't you worry. You better. Yeah. Um, so he's trying. So once we got him used to the sound of the cat flap, we then had to get him convinced that you know, because his whiskers and eyebrows are telling him, "Don't put your head through there. The space is too small." So it's quite counterintuitive mm-hmm. um, to his little kitten brain. But we were coaxing him through with it. We were living open, getting him to go through it then, then dropping it on him halfway through, so he was getting used to sliding under it. Right. With tuna incentives either side. Well, no, you see, tuna was the wrong thing. I disagree. Bill Tom. There is no cat 
I should try that's that. Real. I promise you. Dexter, Dexter's love for tuna is like nothing I have ever seen anyone love anything. Yeah. It's his his excitement at the tin opener sound is phenomenal. Fine. I'll try Bill. But it didn't happy. work, did it? Bill it, worked, it did work. Didn't work. Actually, let me finish anything. the story. Well, you carry on with your the story. Stupid. Why don't you carry story. on with your stupid story? So this morning, and I set off this ridiculousness. Yes. Um, I get a text from Nora saying he's just gone through the cat flap on his own. I missed my baby's first steps. Why did he go through the cat flap on his own? Well, she had Junior on the other side of it, but she didn't hold it open for him. So he's done it when I wasn't there. I hope, I these, cat, on this I hope these cat flaps. Pivotal once, moment. Once you open the external cat flaps, I hope they've got special DNA chip readers to no. stop strange cats from coming in. There was a there's a cat in my old neighbourhood who had the, had one of those around his neck, which of course works on his cat flap. It doesn't work in anyone else's house. I was constantly chasing him out of our house trying to eat my. Cat's Are you going food. to get one of those put on? No, I'm not. Why not? Waste of time. Don't mind cats coming in. And plus, frankly, if he can't stop cats coming in. No, he can't. And he doesn't. Yeah, well, then he doesn't deserve no. to have them stop. Exactly. Because I also think that um, you will agree now that he is a stupid cat. But I also I'm so offended at the very yeah. suggestion. But I, I, we we need to get some Biltong after this, and you can get him to do tricks for Biltong with Biltong as well. You get him to jump through hoops. <laughs> you can get him to recite poetry. Uh-huh. It, it's uh-huh. astonishing. There is no omnivore that won't basically kill their firstborn. <laughs> wow, I'm going to try this, because if it's more than his love for tuna, then this would be very, very exciting to see. It will be exciting to see. He, he likes uh, butternut squash. Butternut squash. That sounds talking like of, better not squash, you see. Talking oh. of which, here's this, even, this evening's rum. Oh, excellent, some rum. Rum and butter sweeties. Oh, naughty. I can't have any, can I? You can. Okay. I give you permission to have one. Okay. Let's see, where did you get them from, I got Jonathan? Them from uh, Reading Station, mm-hmm. which is a hideous place. It is. It's this one very peculiarly The station's not very good either. Lovely shop. Yeah. Excellent. Um, which has got, does decent coffee and it's an independent little place and it has sweeties. Let's just do. You want to fetishize the unwrapping? No. Okay, I won't. They look like humbugs. Racist. They're supposed to be rum and butter flavour. Can't and smell, smell the butter. Mm-hmm. What? I thought sweets would be good for recording with, too. I thought it meant for really good. Oh, no. Doing something. Mm. Let's silently suck these sweets until they're gone. It'll be really hard. Put it out until... Mm-hmm. I get, I get what it's trying to do. Yes. There's a rum and raisin-y kind of thing to it. There is. I can, okay, it's not hideous. No. Dear Jonathan, <sighs> are you ever apprehensive or intimidated by the prospect of having to share your quiet and private moments with a mammal other than Dexter? <laughs> that is quite a good question, so it's not usual. What do you think of the game where people shoot the other people in the face? Which is the usual sort of questions they want to know about. So it's nice to have a question to do with humanity rather than pixels. So there you are. Yes, I'm always being asked that question. Yeah. No, so be honest. I mean, you've never shared a bed. And I don't mean in a sexual way. You've never really shared a bed with somebody over a long period of time. No, no, not at all. So are you worried about that and worried about the fact that when you want to pick your nails or make a butt, oh. a butty, a butty cough, there'll be complaints? <laughs> Body cough. Yes. Uh, Laura and I have experienced each other's body coughs at great length and great vigour. Right. So I don't think we have anything, uh, any surprises for each other there. But you haven't had the, you haven't had the, 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 the duvet waft. No. 
<laughs> I think that's the thing. I am going to duvet waft. Yes. And she's just going to have to learn to live with that. Yes, well, she will. She will learn no, not to live with that. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm really nervous about the whole not having a bed to myself thing. That sounds horrendous. Well, the, 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 the trick is to have a big, big enough bed. Well, it doesn't matter. People make the mistake of getting those tiny little queen-size beds where you've basically each got about a quarter of a foot. Well, currently, that's. I think we just have a standard double. Get rid of it. So Right now. Well, what were you thinking? Even better. Get another standard double. Mm. Put them next to each other. My parents have done that since they... No, they've, they've each got a single which they put right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Because my, my, my father prefers a firmer mattress to my mother. So. Me, this is the other thing. I like a really firm mattress. Like yeah. I like, like sleeping, lying, lying, sleeping on rock. So the bed's Whereas Laura likes to sleep on exactly. a bouncy castle. Exactly. So, you, so. Well, so two single beds right next to each other and you can even share the duvet if you want to exactly get a super king duvet across the both mm-hmm. and you each get you each get the mattress you want we've just got a we've got a king bed at home but we this it's three in a bed Judith still hasn't moved to oh, her gosh. own bed the um the new the, the house the new house's bedroom is really big too so mm-hmm. there's room for a, immense bed good width. Well, make sure you get one I think it'd be a good idea yeah. and we asked we asked Judith we said do you want to go to your cot and she said no so, yeah. there you go <laughs> what a surprise she's never known anything else she loves the word she loves the word no does she, she much in, yes. does she ever is she in the no phase or is she she likes to she prefers to say no than okay we said do you want some strawberries and she said okay and then she actually saw one and she said no 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 so there you are <laughs> but she wanted one but then no, but then she changed her mind again to okay and said no one either things are either okay or no do you want do you want a cuddle from daddy no <laughs> but she does mean that yes yeah yeah yeah. I saw a baby the other day that's itchy. on the very verge of crawling. So it's How old is it? Uh, I don't know, some about months. a year. No, yeah, less than that. Um, what are you tutting about? Judith only crawled after a year. That's because she's retarded. Yeah. Um, so you, it, she can count though. It rocks and, it, and he wiggles his arms and he wiggles his legs, but he just doesn't know quite how to put them all in the right order. And he gets really frustrated and starts crying. Expose him on a hill. Mm. Good thinking, idiot. With a lion behind him, and if you can, then he'll crawl or work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he can pretty much walk though, which is impressive. He holds it by the fingers, and he can take steps. So I think he's just going to skip crawling. Where did you get this thing from? I just borrowed it from a friend. Right. Are you giving it back? No. It's still in your rucksack. <laughs> yes, right. How are you finding your Kindle? I find it by looking for the black shape. As you said, that it wasn't worth. It wasn't saying it loud. It's no. good. I was reading on the train on the way down here, Nicholas. How you? How do you find your Kindle? It's good. It's great. It's like reading a book, except... Um, Will you be purchasing more books? I have been. No, more books. As opposed to... Oh, see. Yes, I still will be buying books. We're buying dead paper. Yeah. Why? Because I'm romantic. But actually, they're a bit annoying. I agree. What is most frustrating is I feel like you should... I'm really frustrated that I don't automatically have the rights to a Kindle version of books I've previously paid for. You should. I mean, I paid for the book. I've already owned the rights to read that book. So I really feel like I should just be able to put the barcode in or... Well, there's an answer to that. Piracy. Well, yes, I haven't figured out how to do piracy on a Kindle yet. Yeah. I assume it's possible. But I assume so, yeah. But I see no... I have no, I have no moral objection to... Any book you've already got, of course, is really ludicrous that... Oh, no, you can't... You can only read it if it's on a dead tree. You can't read the same words on a pixel screen and a ludicrous... It's just, it, it is ridiculous. Stop that nonsense, authors, or... If I recall correctly, John despises only fools and horses. And you... Mm-hmm. Could you dissect it for a bit on some? Why are all your questions about me? What is wrong with your reading people? Well, you're the one who's got the following. You're the famous one. But you're interesting. They should be asking you questions. No, they don't ask me anything. 
Oh yeah, only fools and horses, isn't it? Self-evident. What's wrong with it? Oh, he's asking what's wrong with only fools yeah. and horses. Yeah. It's lazy, cheap. Um, cheap. No, but also I find it culturally alienating. It's not my culture. That sort of East End. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I'm, you, you should. It should be your culture because you're not foreign. But for me, I just thought these people don't speak to me. And also, I'm from. I'm from. Sorry. The the the, the kind of it wasn't even proper plebeian culture. It was. It was pseudo-plebeian. Oh, it was not entirely artificial. Mm. This was falseness from top to bottom. Uh, and most problematically, I didn't find it funny. Well, it relied... You know, the fall... I mean, what's his name? Um, Stuart Lee pulled apart that whole yes. um, falling through the gap in the counter joke that everybody's supposed to find very funny. And a pratfall like that's not funny precisely because it is so telegraphed. Someone told me recently that David Sullivan wrote the whole episode so that it would be set in a different pub than Del Boy's regular mm-hmm. because he because it would have been a betrayal of his character to fall through the bar in his regular because he would know it so well mm-hmm. and then that was proof that he really cared about his characters and the depth mm-hmm. to which it was all yeah. mm-hmm. this man fell over he fell he put his arm out you know it's I, telling hum- that people's favourite joke in, a, in an essentially a scripted comedy like a, a, yeah. a, a dialogue based comedy mm. is someone falling it's a pratfall literally yeah. a pratfall mm-hmm. and it's hubris as well because he was trying to be cool and so he's trying to leave yes. and he falls and I think that moments of hubris have been better demonstrated elsewhere it's a very good pratfall he keeps very stiff he falls down He does. Uh, I mean David Jason does an excellent job of the I've seen David Jason recently he's distressingly old he's, he's far too old I've seen why the last time I saw him was in a touch of frost that was probably a decade ago mm. And even then, he was being problematic. He was had far too much moustache and old man face. Do you know what's just disappeared without a trace, and yet was the biggest thing ever since sliced bread and paedophiles? What's that? You don't remember? I don't. He, David Jason was in it, remember? ITV? Uh, I don't know. It was perfect. Oh, the Darling Buds of May. Yes. Remember how that was so big, and everybody was talking about it, and it was alluded to all the time, and... And it was the, everybody was watching it. It was the candle fid of its time. No, I certainly never watched it. But now it's just on the occasional UK Gold or whatever. Right, I don't care. The UK Television Channel. Mm. Are, you, are you watching the new Celebrity Big Brothers? No, nor am I. I haven't transferred my TV license over or plugged Nairil into a television for about since the last time I plugged Nairil into a television was uh, May for the Eurovision Song Contest. Aerial automatic. <laughs> I think you're as tired as I am. Yes. Would you like to read another joke? Mm, I would. Go on then. Go on then. Oh, so, uh, I've got to find one. Find a joke. Or anything. I'm looking. There's a comment by you here. What did I, I say? By your wife. What did I say? I'll scroll past them now. Oh, I wanted to know what brilliant... Okay, uh, what did the mountain say when he went to the beach, Nick? What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? Crap, I've forgotten my trunks. I quite like that. Jonathan says, I like it, like it as a non-joke, but we can take it to, into children's book joke territory with a small edition. Yep. Crap, I've forgotten my trunks. I'll have to swim in my Andes. I like that one. Very and good. And what did I say? Well done, Jonathan. And what did I say? Jonathan is a very useful man to know, by the way. Which Jonathan? This is Jonathan Sutcliffe. Jonathan Tinsley is also a very useful yep. man to know. Who's, who's this Jonathan Sutcliffe? He's in a relation to Peter? Yes. His, uh, his twin brother. And the one who planned all the murders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... You say you prefer damn it to crap. It's uh, more mountainous exclamation. I uh, don't you agree? I think a mountain would say, "Oh crap!" You say, "Oh damn it!" Oh bother! I think is what a mountain no, would say. No, damn it! He says, and then Jonathan agrees. That's probably boring to listen to. People just read the comments. Mm. Um, 
Um, hybrid says, what did the maths say when he went to the beach? I don't know. What did the maths say when he went to the beach? I love that I'm not reading these before I read them out. Yes. Dr. Hill, I appreciate your elevated concern, but I really don't need you to follow me everywhere I travel. I am actually feeling at my peak. Dr. Hill is like a diet. Hill's diet. But Dr. what's it got to do with the beach? No. I, liked it. I like it in the olden days when doctors would send people to the beach to, for convalescence. I like that. I wish I could get sent to the beach for convalescence. A lovely summer. Very tired. Isn't it, John? You're a lovely summer. <sighs> oh, this is lovely. This is Peter Hughes. What did the mountains do when he went to the beach? What did the mountains say when he went to the beach? Where's Fred gone? He was here 10 million years ago. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's the best joke. Actually, Pete, that is Pete, the best joke. Peter Hughes. That's the best joke, isn't it? Would Mis- you say, would you say so that? far, mm-hmm. Mr. Grey K says nothing. You then wait for them to force you to explain it, he says. Then you say, it was hurt because the beach didn't wave. That's not a mountain joke. So nothing to do with mountains. Also, beaches Mr. don't AK, wave. Seas wave. Mr. AK, you are banned from listening to this podcast. That's it. In fact, he's, for the, life. he's the one who has to commit suicide. Yes. You are this week's suicide victim. Yes. Excellent. Victim. That suggests that they don't deserve it. Mm. Oh, gosh. I'm just, oh. It's just people discussing what... What word to say? Good. Because of you. That's all the ones on the blog. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the email ones now? <laughs> no, we can do that next time. You want to do that next time? I'm very proud to say, by the way, yeah? that a long time ago on an episode of Rum Doings, mm-hmm. the podcast, mm-hmm. just when the Arab Spring was kicking off and there were the first riots against um, Gaddafi, I yeah. said, you know what, John? I Not said, just privileged scum. You know what I said, John? Yeah. I said, you know what, John? Yeah, yeah, Nick. I think it's going to take a lot longer than people realise to oust Gaddafi. And I was right, and therefore should be put in charge. Put in charge of, of what? All things? Global thinking. All global thinking. <laughs> yes, excellent. What are you going to do about the situation in Somalia? People don't care about that, do they? Oh, okay. Good point. What are you going to do about the hurricane in America? It's all gone now. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? I'm yes. going to ban all further hurricanes. <laughs> Good idea. There we are. Hereby ban. I think I'm mistaken. John, I hereby uh-huh. ban all further hurricanes. What have I just done there? I've committed what certain <laughs> linguists... getting a lecture. What certain linguists would call uh-huh. an illocutionary act. Ooh. An illocutionary act is where the act of the speech is the act itself. So when I promise something, Mm -hmm. the act of saying the promise is the promise. When I hereby declare this office open, Mm -hmm. that is the elocutionary act, where the speech is the power itself. Indeed, probably when you get married, there'll be a few elocutionary acts. I hereby pronounce you man Man. and wifely. A lady thing. Yes. (laughs) I like wifelet the best. Yes. Come here, wifelet. Does she still like science? No, no. Will you allow her to like science? No, it'll, it, it's... Kitchens only. It'll distract her from what's important. Which is the kitchen. Making and pooing out babies. Yes. Um, those are her priorities now as a wifelet. Wifelet babies. You know, last night I was in the kitchen cooking dinner while she was stripping paint from a wooden beam. Good. What's gone wrong? It's madness. It's political correctness gone mad, Nick. Victoria mows the lawn. Does she? Yes, she does. I don't. I That's because you can't be bothered. Yes, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm quite pre- I don't see what's wrong with having long grass. I agree! I agree! Does long grass 
come and strangle you in your sleep? <laughs> or does it just feel nice under your feet? Which oh, one of those two things is true, Jonathan? Only disadvantage is grass sharks. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that's the only catch. Yeah, but, but, but oh, if you sprinkle cinnamon down on the grass... Oh, that's and true. That, 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 just so around the, the edges of the garden, that's then, all you need. Just then around the, the sharks around the, exactly. around the hedge. But actually thinking about it, what is wrong with nice long grass? My, uh, the house I'm moving into now. What's wrong with nice long grass? <laughs> Who said we have to shawl it down like a sheep? I'm trying to agree with you. I'm also worried about your poor colleagues <laughs> below us listening to this insanity. Yes. Um, uh, yes, the garden I used to have in the old house. Big, huge garden in the friendly accommodation. Was it a good one? Really good garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and grass would get lovely and long. Dexter and I would play in it together and have so much fun. And then the bad man would come along with his lawnmower and oh. shore it down to this grade one mud and yellow mess. And it's not fair. That's not what you want. You want long grass with also flowers in it. Grows flowers in it when you let it grow long. Like dandelions and daisies. That's better than short grass. Yes, and I would also. You know what I prefer to a to 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 shorn grass, mm-hmm. a full meadow with yes. all the flowers. But also yes. people, you know, people who go mad about dandelions. Mm-hmm. As you were just saying, yeah. what's wrong with having pretty yellow pretty flowers? Pretty yellow flowers, as far as I can what's tell. What's wrong with that? No, there's nothing. Nothing. Maybe I mean, they're worried about the grass sharks. Maybe they're worried about <laughs> the, the dandelion lampreys. I don't know. But <laughs> what's wrong with these people? Idiots. But if you walk around in the long grass, it'll feel nicer. In your bare feet, and you don't yes, want that. Of course. Or, you know, frankly, if you don't want long grass, get a goat. <laughs> Otherwise, it. shut up. Well, we don't have any grass at all in our new house, rather sadly. Why? Because there isn't a garden. Is it one of these people who have. It's got a patio out there. Oh, back. I hate those sorts. It's got room for a barbecue. That's That'll it. do. But you need planning permission to get it installed. No, I've got a barbecue on wheels. I bought it from Asda. A, a gypsy barbecue. A gypsy barbecue. My big fat gypsy barbecue. Yes. Um, it's got a little flower Racist. bed, a uh, little flower bed built out of bricks, which in which I'm going to grow vegetables. I, I prefer flower beds built out of flour. Died <laughs> <laughs> and laughing at that. Yes. Um, there was something quite good about that. I'm going to grow runner beans and tomatoes. I prefer Walker beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you fake laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the best episode we've ever recorded. I prefer tomato fingers. What do you think is going to be? I prefer tomato fingers, not tomatoes. Because, <laughs> like, toes. I prefer fromatoes rather than tomatoes. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. I prefer tomatoes rather than tomatoes because I like daddies, not mums. Is there anything else with from part fingers? <laughs> I was just from parfinger. I was just about to ask you what is going to be the word I've A from parfinger is the opposite of a tomato. <laughs> What's the phrase I'm going to pull out to put after the subject line on the blog for this episode? From it's obviously going to be from parfinger. No, par because it's from parfingers. Yeah. Yeah. No, to- oh yeah. No, what, what's yeah. from parfingers? What's the opposite of a, what of tomatoes? From, from parfingers. That's right. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that joke before. <laughs> okay. That may be better than no tomatoes in the tomato-based joke canon. It's not really a joke, though, is it? From par fingers. <laughs> That's great. From par fingers. And walker beans. From, from... <laughs> in my garden. From now on, you have to call them from par fingers. I'm going to put a little label in. Can I have some... correctly labelled? Yes, it's like, so what would you like for your breakfast? So when you go to bed, it's like, yeah. I'd like the mushrooms and, and the eggs. Can I have them fried, please? And um, do you do grilled from par fingers? <laughs> <laughs> it's always a... Do you do grilled from par fingers, please? 
This sweetie has lasted nearly the whole episode. Maybe it'll last. That's good value some money. That sweet, yeah, is a gypsy sweet. It'll last mm. when you finish your sweet. Yeah, when it dissolves, you'll die. So you have to make that sweet last for the. Rest of what's left? Exactly. So you have to keep it in your mouth without allowing your spit to touch it, so it doesn't dissolve. Huh? It's a curse. <laughs> I hate it's a bit like sort of gypsy speed, you know, that thing where you have to drive it at that speed. Yeah. <laughs> you may never. I love that movie. <laughs> you may neither. <laughs> you have to keep the caravan going over exactly. miles. You have to keep that little boiled sweetie extant without mm-hmm. spitting it out. And so you mustn't allow any spit to go anywhere near it while still keeping it in your mouth. So maybe hold it between your two teeth, but then your teeth will rot away. I'd sooner die. Well, you are going to die once you lose your sweetie. There you go. We better end the episode then because it's nearly run out. Exactly. It's only been 40 minutes. Is that enough? No, the people complained last time. That's to be 43 minutes. 43 minutes. So, yeah, so when it goes across to the States, it fills the hour. Yes. That's well we've discussed. Is that the opposite of mushroom? What's the opposite of mush? Um, so, solid, firm. And what's the opposite of a room? Um, outdoors. So, firm outdoors. <laughs> I, have some, I have some firm outdoors and some proper... I'm going to test Laura whether Laura listens to this by asking her about from bar from bar fingers. You say, Laura, do you think where do you you think we should plant some from bar fingers in a pot, or do you think we should put them with the flowers? She she doesn't think she doesn't listen. She doesn't. I would say that her not listening is pretty much as bad as adultery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or 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 a child shrub, as I'll call it. I think I think what's happened is that she figures she's got me now. The wedding is all sorted. And yeah. Everything's booked. So she doesn't really need to put the effort in anymore. Little does she realise that now is when the effort needs to begin. Little does she realise that there are rum-doing listeners lining up to marry me. Exactly. And they will quote every quip you've ever made on mm-hmm. And you could just say, right, episode 24. Yeah, yeah. What did I say at one minute, three seconds? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you. Yeah. Because they care. Whereas she can't even remember the name. What's it called again? Is it called <laughs> Whiskey Pooings? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, dropping Whiskey Pooings. I suppose she drops her G's as well now, yes? Well, you know what? She, she swaps her G's around. Really? So when she says, um, well, it's Indian G's, she'll often drop them. Mm-hmm. This is part of the accent rather than laziness. Yeah, well, um, they, let's be honest, that accent is pretty much <laughs> vocalised. Like like no, it's not like S. No, it isn't as bad. No. It's not as bad, it, uh, but she'll. It's not as thick. But she'll amazing. say singing, so she has extra G's in singing. singing. So she's putting half her, her G's in all the wrong places. That's what's going on. Hair on my Next, sweet. It's got. It, uh, it's run out. Oh, I'm gonna have to stop the podcast. Bye bye. Wow.